Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Until this story, I had never heard of the group Printful. I have no idea who Printful was. They do custom products on demand for online businesses. And then they ship the products. I guess if you want a t-shirt printed or a hat printed, they're a company who does this. I've never used them. I never will uh, use them. And it is my advice... That what has to happen is that they have to get sued so seriously and so severely that they never think they're allowed to exercise any freedoms ever again. You heard me. Printful won't print products for people who are gay. And that's disgusting. Exactly who the hell does this group think they are? Because someone's gay, they shouldn't be able to get a t-shirt or a hat printed. You print whatever it is they tell you to print. Now, that's how the standard story goes. Some group doesn't want to do something. Uh, some businesses want to do something for someone who's gay. So, therefore, you got to step in, you got to sue them, and you got to attack them. Now, everything I told you about the story is true. That the group Printful does not want to work with a group that is gay. But you got to go a little bit deeper. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833-GOT-TONY. Love to hear from you. 833-468-8669. Printful refuses to do work with a group called Gays Against Groomers. There is a group of gay men and gay women who, as we have discussed many times, have taken a look at the uh, T of LGBT and said, yeah, we're not so sure about that. The Q, the I, and the A, uh, that's not us. The plus, no idea what that is. And most importantly, we're people. We're not an association of letters. We're not interested in the political movement, regardless of our politics. We are gay men and gay women. Now, I say this as a straight man, Discussing gay men and gay women, knowing because there are two sides of the bell curve that there are gay men and gay women who take a look at this transgender craze and go, yeah, I'm not down with this. How the hell did I get associated with this? So there are some gay men and gay women who got together and created a group called Gays Against Groomers. And this group opposes the transgender craze, opposes the idea that you should be engaging in surgeries on children. Every day, there's another story of transition back. Fox News had the story of a Navy SEAL, Chris Beck, who was known to the world as Kristen Beck who 10 years ago came out as transgendered and now said, you know what? This was not me. Everything in the last 10 years destroyed my life. I destroyed my life. I'm not a victim. I did this to myself, but I had help. I take full responsibility. I went on CNN and everything else, and that's why I'm here right now. I'm trying to correct that. Well... 
let's see how much inclusion Chris Beckett now gets. Because if you make the claim of of transgender or non-binary, whatever uh, it is uh, that's uh, approved at the moment, well, you're a hero and you're special and you're brave. But if you say, you know what? I tried this and it's not actually who I am. You get dismissed. You get destroyed. You get pushed aside. Can you imagine doing that to another person? They make a decision and then they realize it's not for them. And you say, well, now you're no longer my friend. Now you're no longer brave. Now you no longer count. Now you're no longer good enough. You're a despicable group of people who do that. Don't tell me that this group is all embracing of transgender, this, that, and the other is somehow inclusive. Try going the other way and look what happens. News, uh, the New York Times and your local liberal news, they don't run those stories. Teachers don't make videos on TikTok celebrating those people who are actually being true to themselves, right? I, is, isn't that it? Everyone's being true to themselves? But all of a sudden, these people are like, you know what? That wasn't for me. That was a mistake. I should not have done that. That didn't work out for me. I have to find my happiness this way. Nope. No love for them. No respect for them. And then there are those adults who absolutely push children into this, who want to celebrate children doing this, who want to push children into having these surgeries, push children into having these puberty blockers, who want to keep this information from their parents. And the term that is utilized for them is groomers. And as I said just the other day, I am no longer in the business of trying to stop that conversation from happening. I always think you want to use your words purposefully. You want to make sure that you're accurate in your descriptions. You want to make sure that you're engaging the totality of a subject as opposed to engaging the insanity of a subject. So therefore, you actually do reach people and are able to share with people and connect with people. And so I have been very, very leery of utilizing the terminology groomer. And then you just find yourself in a place where it's like, okay, That's who these people are, and it's not my job to defend them from themselves. That's their job. So I simply have to wash my hands of the whole thing. Someone's going to call you a groomer, you figure out how to deal with it. But if you want to tell me it's anti-this and it's bigoted that, no. No. There's a lot of ugliness going on in the world. The ugliness comes also from Printful. That was doing printing for this group, Gays Against Groomers, and decided, well, we can't do this. And they put out a statement that Printful suspended the organization Gays Against Groomers from using our services. On the surface, this organization claims to protect children from abuse. However, after taking a closer look at their platform, we found the content they share is homophobic, transphobic misinformation that harms LGBTQ plus communities. They are the LGB community. You don't get to decide what harms them. Oh, by the way, who cares what you think? A gay group wants you to print. Shut your holy damn mouth and start printing. Shut your mouth and print. This is your job. And if you tell me how dare you, whoa, 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 whoa. You told Masterpiece Cake Shop they have to decorate the cake. Right now there's a case in front of the Supreme Court about a web designer that has to make the website for a same-sex marriage. You don't get to say no to gay Americans. 
you shut your holy damn mouth and you print the hat or the t-shirt or whatever the bloody hell else they put in front of you. Close your mouth. Don't tell us about your problems. Cry in your sleep to your mommy. Just make sure you do what you're told. That is what the political left has been telling Christians now for years. But they haven't been so nice about it. And now all of a sudden there's this group that decides that they know what's best. They know what's misinformation. It's transphobic to know that some people are abusing children, pushing to abuse children, want parents to be cleaved from the parental responsibility of their children. Not transphobic. Dangerous. Not transphobic. So Printful won't print for them. It's interesting to see how um, how it is that we uh, are able to often engage conversations that nobody else is having yet. Because we guys, we, we were ahead of this by months, if not years, about... Um, the, the the purpose, the attack, uh, the, 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 the meaning behind these things, and most importantly, the ability to stand up and say this isn't right. And, and never being afraid of doing so. And, oh, let them come. Let them come at me. Let them uh, yell at me and scream at me and call me all sorts of names. You'll note I never get into a conversation of what adults do. Adults can live their lives as they see fit. That's okay. I may not agree with it, I may not understand it, but it's not for me to agree or understand. But children? Children can't be allowed to have these surgeries. Well, it's okay with their parents. Well, their parents are child abusers. Surgeries? We don't allow parents to hit their kids. Why would we allow parents to do this? This societally is a contagion conversation where you have kids wanting to be seen. You tell them it's cool, you tell them it's hip, you tell them it's now, you tell them it's special, that they're special, they'll be treated special. Kids will go for that. In the same exact way that kids join gangs. Oh, Tony, how dare you? No, how dare you? You want to fight? Let's fight. Go on, deny the reality that I have put forth. Tony, are you saying some children don't experience gender dysphoria? Not at all. If we are to follow DSM-5, I will tell you that it's clear that some children experience gender dysphoria. At the numbers they're doing right now, that's social contagion. And if you don't understand it, it's because you want it. And that is where we get into a bit more disagreement. And I question not only your morality, but your purpose. You seem okay with allowing children... To be utilized like this, to be abused like this. And I don't think that that's right, so you'll forgive me for not caring about your emotions at all and speaking very clearly about the problem. Just because you are gay doesn't mean you agree with that happening to children. You're not part of a group of letters. You are a man and you are a woman and you have decisions and thoughts and ideas that come to you individually, not because of a group think. And damn it, you should be heard. That's what I think gay men and gay women are saying across the country. And that sure as bloody hell what I'm saying for them when it comes to things like this. And I think those people who push for children to have surgeries are indeed abusers. I said it, 
I meant it. I'm not apologizing for it. Let us lose listeners. Let us lose sponsors. But the truth remains. The truth remains that Printful doesn't have the right not to print these things. Now, you know I believe they have the right not to print these things, right? Oh, this has been my point now since day one. You don't want to print for a group? Don't print for a group. You don't want to decorate a cake? Don't decorate a cake. You don't want to make a website? Don't make the website. What kind of crazy person wants to force these people to print or do things for these others? That's insane. Forcing people is nuts. But they want to force people. So I want to force Printful. Now, there are some places that engage certain level of regulations that I believe that you could actually engage properly the idea of force. Give you an example. What if Visa MasterCard said, we no longer allow the purchase of firearms with Visa or MasterCard? I'm not so sure that would be okay. It's a lawful product in the United States. I don't give a damn about Visa's morality. An abusive organization like that, I don't think they even get to understand. They don't even have an understanding of morality. They don't get to assign it to anybody else. But since they are such a regulated business, government regulated business, are we sure that they could get away with saying something like that, doing something like that? We could have a discussion about whether or not a business in that world, like Visa, would be different than you as a graphic designer. Because your choices of who to work with are indeed part of your speech. When you have um, things like Visa, I just don't, I, I think it's worthy of a discussion. Is there a level of of oversight that comes uh, government-wise, does that change the dynamic to begin with? Now, you could say to me, well, Tony, they can always pay cash. You could always indeed say that. But if I have a deal with Visa and Visa says I'm allowed to utilize the purchase of products, well, why are you keeping me from products? These decisions will continue. These conversations will grow. But for now, I don't have to worry about that. All I know is they told Masterpiece Cake Shop they have to bake the cake and sent Jack Phillips to an education camp, a re-education camp, because of his decisions. <laughs> All I know is you've got a, a, a web designer in front of the Supreme Court right now because she doesn't want to have to make websites that go against her religious values. And yet Colorado says you have to. Printful should have to. But if it turns out they don't have to, okay. But when you decide that a group of gay men and gay women aren't worth printing for because you don't think they should be allowed to share a message, you're telling me something, Printful. I'll find other people to do my printing. I'm Tony Katz. Ron DeSantis, he's got some things to say. He's the governor of Florida, in case you didn't know. And uh, he's uh, announcing some investigations. 
Florida, you know, it is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent, particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug. Uh, we see just the other, uh, just recently, Florida got $3.2 billion through legal action against those responsible for the opioid crisis. And so it's not like this is something that's unprecedented. So today, uh, I'm announcing uh, a petition with the Supreme Court of Florida to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. And we anticipate that we will get the approval for that. Uh, that will be something that will be impaneled, most likely in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, and that will come with legal processes that will be able uh, to get more information and to bring legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. Now, understand, it's a grand jury to investigate companies for fraud based on misrepresentations that people made about the efficacy of the shot. Now, it's going to be interesting. This is a grand jury to see if you can sue Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson. Here's where I think it gets interesting. If you were to listen to Pfizer... They told you that it was 95% effective, but I don't recall Pfizer, and I could be totally wrong on this because it's the Fauci and, and, and media apparatus that went into this idea that you get vaccinated and, and uh, yeah, you can't spread COVID. I don't remember Pfizer saying that. Now, if Pfizer said that, game over. I'm just saying that as of right now, as I sit here, as I just catch that, that audio, I don't remember that one. When people talked about breakthrough cases, we even said on the show, wait a second, if it's 95% effective, well, that means it's a 5% opening. What's the, what, what, what's, what's the deal? Okay, 5% chance you can still get it. So we always discussed it in this rational case. I don't recall Pfizer or Johnson Johnson or Moderna making the claim that if you get the vaccine, you can't spread it. If they said you get the vaccine, you can't spread it. Oh, oh, oh my. That's not going to work out well. But if we want to talk about misrepresentations, let's talk about media misrepresentations. Now the question is, how in the world would you sue them? That's the question. How in the world would you do it? I don't actually know. Do I know that people misrepresented? Yes. Yes, I most definitely do. Um, they're, they're, they're the women of the view to start with. And many more on CNN and MSNBC from there. How would you sue them? I'd be, I'd be curious to find out. We'll see what this grand jury does as well. Find everything, TonyCats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today. Follow me down, out of this town. Girl, you're moving way too slow. So Sam Britton got fired, and it's about time. I don't know how long it was supposed to take. This man who says they're non-binary. Okay, you be non-binary. But you're not just going to live your life. You're going to live your life as a man dressed only in women's clothing to show us, I don't know, how strong you are. I I don't know 
its purpose. I, I think you should be able to live your life the way you see fit. Knock yourself out. Don't let me tell you that you can't. And I'm not telling you that you can't. I'm just saying I know when someone is thirsty. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Find me, TonyCats.locals.com, TonyCats.locals.com. Would love it if you became a supporter. Only hope that you'll check it out and uh, join and then follow. Greatly appreciate that. TonyCats.locals.com. Thirsty. You're going to uh, shave your head, grow a mustache, bright red lipstick, women's dresses. That's thirsty. You want to be noticed. Okay. Sure. I don't know if you're getting noticed the way you want to be noticed, but you're getting noticed. That much is for sure. But the thirsty of notice me and notice how special I am was nothing compared to the stealing of people's luggage because then you got noticed by authorities. The guy was stealing luggage off of luggage racks. Stealing luggage off of luggage racks, thousands of dollars worth of luggage and the contents of the luggage stolen and the, the not fired and not fired and not fired. And now it's known uh, that the Department of Energy says Sam Brinton is no longer a DOE, Department of Energy employee. By law, the Department of Energy cannot comment further on personnel matters. This guy was in charge of nuclear waste. I mean, it's a, Big gig, if you ask me, in charge of nuclear waste. I am only glad that uh, this guy's been held to account. I think that's very, very important. Because if you are a thief, you shouldn't be having a job in the government. I know you say to me, Tony, government, that's all they do is thieve. Ha ha, very funny. You know what I'm saying? How did it take so long to fire this dude? And the best part is, this dude is going to end up with another job somewhere. And I know someone's going to be upset with me for saying this dude. Look, I am not arguing that Sam Brinton can't live the life Sam Brinton chooses to. Can't steal other people's stuff, and that's why you've got the grand larceny charges, and I only hope Sam goes to jail. But you cannot make me not notice that he's a guy. And so while... Sam can live Sam's life. Sam is not allowed to live my life. This has always been the argument. What Sam chooses to do, Sam chooses to do. Just can't force me to do it. And you can't force me to somehow think that the non-binary conversation is one of legitimacy. That's a guy. I want Sam to find happiness. I want Sam not to steal my luggage. But Sam can't force me to use a pronoun. Sam can't force me not to notice reality. Reality is exactly what we're discussing when we talk about the Twitter files and the latest dump. Because the latest dump shows you that when you were discussing Twitter and Twitter being corrupt and Twitter being manipulative and Twitter engaging in shadow banning and Twitter preventing people from having conversation like yourself or people who believe like you do, you were correct. You were accurate. You were not only over the target, you were the target. You knew it. You were aware of it. You refused to be quiet about it. And now because Elon Musk spent $44 billion we all know it true.
Now, the latest dump involves still Donald Trump, former president of the United States, and involves what happened between January 6th and January 8th when Twitter decided to ban him from the platform. And as Barry Weiss does the reporting, by the way, Barry Weiss is not a liberal. I'm sorry, is not a conservative. She is on the left. She has never been a conservative. But if you take a look at the Washington Post, how do they describe her? A conservative journalist. This is the Washington Post. As head of trust and safety at Twitter, Yoel Roth was involved in many of the platform's decisions about what posts to remove and what accounts to suspend. His communications with other Twitter officials have been posted in recent days as part of what Musk calls the Twitter files. A series of tweets by conservative journalists Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss. Neither one of them is a conservative. The Washington Post writes it this way to try and diminish them. Oh, you don't have to pay attention to them. Just conservatives. Not a real story. Move on. Taibbi at Rolling Stone, formally. Barry Weiss, formally at the New York Times. What kind of thing is this? Twitter employees have long been wary of Musk's ability to stoke online criticism. Shortly after he announced his plans to take over the company in April, he tweeted a meme to his tens of millions of followers with the face of Twitter's top lawyer, Vijaya Gade, that appeared to suggest the company's decisions are affected by a, quote, left-wing bias, unquote. There is no doubt that Twitter's decisions before Musk were based on a left-wing bias. Democrats and progressives had a direct connection to employees at Twitter. They moved to silence the political right. They moved to try and help Joe Biden get elected. There is nothing here that appears. We only know the facts. The facts are Twitter was a left-leaning organization purposefully and worked aggressively to keep conservatives from speaking. They shadow-banned conservative radio hosts and television hosts and commentators. They did it again and again and over and over and over. This is who they are, and you knew it. You knew it. You said so, and they called you crazy. They called you a conspiracy theorist. They said you don't know what you're talking about. They said Twitter's a company, their own company. They can do what they want. Private companies don't have to worry about the First Amendment. They are thrilled with silencing you and me and we and people who might think like you, me and we. They don't even think it's wrong. They don't think what they have done is wrong at all. But we should note that not all of Twitter before Musk agreed with the banning of Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, there were conversations that took place about what happened on January 6th and tweets that took place on January 8th from Donald Trump. Tweets that say things like the 75 million great American patriots who voted for me, America first and make America great again, will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape or form. Well, that tweet got a lot of people at Twitter talking and saying, this is it. We have to ban Donald Trump. But Twitter in 2019, wrote that their mission, quote, is to provide a forum that enables people to be informed and to engage their leaders directly. And that Twitter's aim was, and I'm quoting here, protect the public's right to hear from their leaders and to hold them account. So the translation of that could be that they didn't proactively 
get rid of world leaders because it was more important to hear what they say, even if what they say you find offensive. But here you have the riot on January 6th, and then you have Trump tweeting on January 8th, and the pressure from inside Twitter and outside of Twitter, massive, to throw Trump off the platform. But not everybody was convinced. There were people in Twitter who were writing in conversations, maybe because I am from China, I deeply understand how censorship can destroy the public conversation. There were people who were concerned. Those people were pushed aside. They wanted Trump out. Employee advocacy that was happening, as was described by some employees. Other employees saying we have to do the right thing and ban this account. Because, quote, it's pretty obvious he's going to try to thread the needle of incitement without violating the rules. Thread the needle of incitement without violating the rules. If there's no violation of the rules, why in the world are you throwing him out? You didn't throw him out for what he did. You threw him out for what he might do, even though he hadn't done it. Dear Lord, the precogs are real. Damn you, Tom Cruise. Is there anything you can't soothsay? It's a minority report reference, people. Seriously, watch your movies. That's all I'm asking. As was pointed out, they had to ban him or he would have kept not breaking their rules. That's stunning. So I go back to that tweet, that tweet about the patriots, the term American patriots. Some people say, well, wait a second. Is that, is that, a, is that a call to, to, to uh, domestic terrorism? Is that a call to attack? And multiple people are like, no. No, it's not. It, it, it's, it's not a call to attack at all. The Twitter staff that was assigned to evaluate the tweets, as Barry Weiss has reported, said that Trump didn't violate the policies and, quote, I think we'd have a hard time saying this is incitement. It's pretty clear, writes somebody else, he's saying the American patriots are the one who voted for him and not the terrorists. We can call them that, right? Another staffer saying, don't see the incitement angle here. A Twitter policy official. I also am not seeing clear or coded incitement in the Donald J. Trump, Donald John Trump tweet. I'll respond in the election channel and say that our team has assessed and found no violations for Donald Trump. As an FYI, writes the same policy director, safety has assessed the Trump tweet above and determined that there is no violation of our policies at this time. The tweet in question about American patriots from January 8th, 2021, was determined by the rank and file at Twitter not to be a violation. So what did Twitter do? They changed the rules. They changed the rules. They decided that the use of the phrase American patriots could indeed be interpreted by rioters and other violent actors as condoning their actions. This was the justification used by Vijaya Gade, who was in charge of these policies. 
deciding that all of that work that all of those Twitter employees had done saying, look, we've gone over this and there is absolutely nothing here. Nothing here that would violate a policy. She decided, as Barry Weiss reports, less than 90 minutes after Twitter employees had determined that Trump's tweets were not in violation of Twitter policy, Vijaya Gade, Twitter's head of legal policy and trust, asked whether it could, in fact, be, quote, coded incitement to further violence. And the response was, well, if you decide to interpret the phrase American patriots as the rioters, yeah, sure, you can put that under the glorification of violence policy that we oppose. And that was it. Boom, off to the races. They didn't have it, so they decided that this meant that, and that way they could apply this policy to it. And you see, it all worked out. It is imperative that you know your history. And one of the names you must know from history is Laverne Beria. Laverne Beria headed up Stalin's secret police. Chief of the People's Commissar, uh, Commissariat, I should say, for Internal Affairs. He was the chief of Soviet security. And Beria is famous for the phrase, show me the man and I'll show you the crime. Beria was later uh, executed because, well, when you're working for the Communist Party and the minute you're thought of with any level of suspicion or things change, as they often do very, very quickly, uh, you're dead because you can't be trusted. And you can't be trusted because you're a communist. But Beria's entire theory was, I can just tell you who's guilty because I decide so. Beria lives in Vijayagade and in a vast majority of the people on Twitter or who ran Twitter and, of course, the support they got from the political left. Barry Weiss is right to note the numbers of people who are still on Twitter and were never banned, like the Ayatollah Khomeini, who says Israel is a malignant cancerous tumor in the West Asia region that has to be removed and eradicated. It is possible and it will happen. That was June of 2018 the tweet was not deleted and the ayatollah not banned the ethiopian prime minister in october of 21 calling on citizens to take up arms against the tigray region the tweet remains up the prime minister not banned 2021 February, Prime Minister Modi of India threatened to arrest Twitter employees in India and to incarcerate them for up to seven years after they restored hundreds of accounts that had been critical of him. Twitter did not ban Prime Minister Modi, but they banned Trump. And they want to tell you that it doesn't matter. And they want to tell you you're a conspiracy theorist for paying attention to this stuff. And they told you that you were a liar when you talked about shadow banning and the rest. Holding people to account matters greatly, even if you can't send them to jail. Sam Brinton, that guy should go to jail. These Twitter people will never go to jail. But you should know their names. So when they end up in their next job as they've been protected, you don't trust them there. And they will end up in other jobs. And those jobs may have an influence on your life. Be vigilant. I'm Tony Katz. 
very curious to see where the market ends today with all of the inflation talking. Inflation is down and things are better at 7.1% from a year ago, but the consumer prices, they went up less than expected. Oh, this is great. Well, the market was up five, six, seven hundred points, whatever it was, and then it was only up 200 points. Just curious to see where it ends. You know, sometimes you can't, don't don't even bother looking because on days like today, you don't know how it's going to react. Uh, the question is, of course, what do these numbers really mean? If you missed my conversation with Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis, I will share that with you. And Suzanne Crouch, lieutenant governor, she's running for governor. I had the chance to speak with her and, you know, just some commentary on her and, and uh, Senator Mike Braun. And are these politicians really ready for what we expect now from politicians? I've got questions. That is coming up. Find everything, TonyCats.locals.com. This is Tony Katz today.